0: Welcome back to more Bernie and Chris, everybody.
1: I'm Bernie. I'm Chris.
0: Chris, how, how are we feeling today? We're recording a little later than normal.
1: You know, at a, yeah, a little later than normal, you know. Uh, Chris had a little bit of a busy work day, got caught up doing some things. But, you know, I'm ready to roll. I'm excited. A lot to talk about post-Super Bowl shenanigans. Oh, of course, of course. Your boy, Brady, uh, ring number seven.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're definitely going to talk about we. You know, We, we kind of have to talk about it just because we have to talk about it. Simple <laughs> as that. There's a uh, no way to, there's no way to um getting around it really. For Absolutely. The most part. But before we talk about Brady and why he's the GOAT and why the Chiefs you know, they suck. Um
1: and that uh Chris predicted this for the Bucks a couple weeks right, ago. Chris. All right. Good. We'll, we'll toot Another your Another one, one in. of my predictions coming through, Matthew. Chris, we will toot your horn in a second, okay? <laughs>
0: Let's get into the I'm loving it segment. Uh you did not catch last week's thing. Or last week's thing. Last week's episode. We introduced a new thing. We're not saying we're not officially saying goodbye to listeners' choice. Just putting that on the side for now. We're bringing we're bringing in I'm loving it, which we're just gonna tell a quick, quick story that made us feel good as sports fans. Simple as that. Uh so I'll start off. I know Chris and I we joke a lot about this we joke quite a bit about him this year. But at the end of the day, it is awesome to see Bruce Arians get a Super Bowl ring. It is.
1: It is. I saw the whole thing with his wife and his mother there. Um, and he, Honestly, he seems like a cool dude to play for. So uh, congrats to Bruce and the whole team.
0: Yeah, you know, I, he did. He was, you know, was a little bit of a coaching villain at first, you know, being like, oh, Brady needs to do this. Brady needs to do that. But then, I think once he was – I mean, I guess he was spoken to by the organization because he was really not critical after. about After really the bye week because, I mean, one, there's nothing to be critical uh, all that about. That whole
1: thing between him and Brady was so overblown. But, you know, now Brady can take criti- criticism. He played for Bill Belichick for almost 20 years. So, you know, he can take the criticism. It's just the media just tries to make a bigger story out of it, I feel like.
0: Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's just as a football fan, I'm removing any bias about anybody. As a football fan, it's awesome to see Bruce Arians be a Super Bowl champion, finally, as a head coach.
1: Yeah, I'm happy. You just him. love to see that. Yeah, I'm happy for, um, you know, Todd Bowles, you know, after everything that happened with the Jets, he got another he, – he came back to being a defensive coordinator and did a phenomenal job, as you saw last night. Yeah. You know, I form, mean, former Jazz he's... quarterback, Letwitch. Happy for all those guys.
0: Yeah, and another thing about Todd Bowles, too. I mean, we'll get more into this uh, when we talk about the NFL, but quickly. He's not getting a lot of attention, but he deserves. He helped the Chiefs to nine points.
1: That his, defense well, his, well his, coaching, his coaching
0: did, at least. But he wasn't on there on the field, but his coaching did. But we'll talk more about that. Chris, what are you loving today? What's I'm got you it. in a good mood?
1: So, um, you know, similar to what your, your uh, I'm loving it last week, uh, in the baseball world, we had a pass in. Um, I'm sure you know. Pedro Gomez. Mm-hmm. That was so sad and, to see last and, uh I, You know what? I, I kind of got, got lost in the shuffle, you know, with the Super Bowl. I wasn't really on social media. And then I, I go on Twitter and I see this and I'm like, like, what? Like, this guy's always on ESPN breaking down whatever's going on, whether it's with, like, the people in Cuba, people coming over to play baseball. The guy just always did, like, amazing baseball stories. And to see him... Die so young is absolutely terrible. So similar to last week, you know, just like the baseball world is kind of coming together, like like we talked about with the hockey uh, world last week. So I just want to say um, I just hope he uh, rests in peace. And um, my thoughts and prayers are with him and his family. Um, he had um, an impact in baseball.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was – I mean, if anyone follows me on social media, y'all know I was on social media last night chirping the Chiefs as much as possible. <laughs> but I took a second out of chirping the chiefs. Cause when I saw the story pop up on my timeline, I was just like you, Chris, I was in disbelief. Yeah. This guy, this guy was a trailblazer. He was, he was just loved. Fan.
1: He was loved throughout the whole baseball mm-hmm. community, not just in America, internationally.
0: He was, you know, he was proud of his heritage. He was pr- He was proud of it. Uh, he loved, he loved, he just loved being a dad, loved being, um, a mentor to any of the young baseball players who looked up to him. I think his son, is actually like I forget Triple A,
1: yeah, baseball is. player for the for the Red he's Sox good. or
0: something. And he's turns out he might actually might actually, might actually be something one day. Um, yep. So again, just just like Chris just said, rest in peace to Pedro Gomez. Uh, baseball's not going to be the same without you.
1: Absolutely not. Baseball and ESPN lost a great one.
0: Exactly. Now let's transition more into baseball. And let's talk about who's probably going to be the most hated pitcher in the league this year,
1: Trevor Bauer.
0: Trevor Bauer. Now, Chris, before we get into our analysis about this uh, this deal, you and I were wrong. So that deal that me and you had, I I, I guess nothing comes out of it for either one of us. Yeah. Uh, in case you guys are, in case anyone's like, okay, what the
1: hell are these two I talking about? I forgot about that. Wow. That uh, okay. Wild.
0: I I guess uh, Chris, I didn't forget, but
1: I remember now.
0: We had a deal, Chris and I, where if Bauer went to the Red Sox or if Bauer, unfortunately, had gone to the Yankees, we would just buy each other like the shirt or the jersey, whatever. But instead, Bauer neglected our deal that Chris and I had.
1: I think we're both happy in the end.
0: Uh, Yeah, I am.
1: I'm happy. Um, He's
0: going to go play for the Dodgers next year. And oh, man, you know, this is kind of this, this signing exactly looks, looks like this. If you can't beat them, you might as well join them.
1: Yeah, you know, um, my two things stand out when I saw this number one, obviously, the Dodgers don't care about the luxury Tucks, they are tremendously over it. Mm-hmm. We'll come back to bite them in a couple years, time will tell. And two, I Trevor Bauer, I just think he's a tool, in my honest opinion. You know, I don't think he's that great of a pitcher. Yeah, okay, he won a Cy Young, but, okay, it was a shortened season. And before that, you, you're you a good pitcher, but you're not great. And he was trying to get, like, Garrett Cole money, in my opinion, which is, like, ridiculous.
0: Yeah, he gets one like, Cy Young you know, award, and he thinks he's the best yeah. pitcher in baseball.
1: And, you know, it's just, like, the whole offseason, he was just trolling teams, wearing a Red Sox hat, wearing a Yankee hat, like, on Twitter. And then, like, he drops that video, like, teasing the Mets, like, like I don't know if you noticed it, I picked. It. I don't know if you watched it, but like I, I noticed. Oh, I saw, it. The Mets I, more than I saw that. I was that like, video.
0: "There's no way." I was say, like, "There's." I was like, "There's no way he's actually just kind of like being
1: like Hey 'Hey, I'm going to the Mets.' There's no way." Yeah, I mean, I just thought like the whole video, like, "What are you, LeBron James?" Like, like, "Nah, come on, you're Trevor Bauer." Like, like, just sign like a free agent deal, like every other athlete. Like, I don't know, the whole thing just aggravated me. But uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm happy. Bauer has a home. The
0: hell up, about where he's going. Yeah. Just just like you, Chris. I'm annoyed. It's annoying. He's he's a tool. <laughs> Would have been nice to have him. Don't get me wrong. He, he, don't don't get yeah, me wrong. Yeah, I'm not saying he, nice he, the guy can pitch, but play. like, come on. It's not great. He's 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 a he's a good piece. He's a solid pitcher, but he's not like yeah. great. Like 2017,
1: the Yankees like rocked that. him at Yankee Stadium. He was out in the first inning, mm-hmm. and uh, I hope that the Yankees. <laughs>
0: When you look at this, um, when you look at the when you look at the Dodgers starting rotation now, it's like you got to be thinking, like, all right, who
1: the heck's gonna? Yeah, you know, but you know, as you know, Matt, you can spend all this money. It's not always about the money you spend, you know. Yeah, you, you got to come back to play. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the Dodgers are loaded, right. but it's hard to repeat as well. So, I'm pumped for baseball season. It's officially on the horizon now. Um, I know for the.
0: It is now. Now football's over. It's like yeah. time you to know, try nine days. to, to pitchers baseball. and
1: catchers. Report so things are moving in the right direction. Mhm. It was um.
0: It was truck day today for the Red Sox. So that that's an exciting time for Red Sox. I don't know if the Yankees do anything no. like that, Chris. But for the Red Sox, it's an. I'm. A, you know um, what truck day is, right? You you live. Yes. You lived in Boston for yeah. you lived in Boston for I four do. years. You should know what it is. So um, that's, it's, it's, that that's you know that to to a lot of Red Sox fans, that's the start of the yeah. season right there. Because now, now we got spring training coming up. Uh, pitchers and catchers will be reporting. Uh, nine, like days said, nine days. nine days? Exci- it's an exciting time if you're somehow still a Red Sox fan after seeing the I'm, interest came. I'm pumped for it. Just know. be interested. And you nothing know, more than that. We'll get to break down the divisions,
1: <laughs> and we're going to do a whole baseball episode of our predictions for this season. And I'm, ex- I'm excited for I'd it. I'd love to do that.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely try to get some people to join us for that, too. Just be – just. Just to spice Absolutely. things up, you know. Um, let's move into the NHL. Uh, a little bit of a Sharks update for, for everyone, for you know, just because I'm still somehow a Sharks fan despite the season. Uh, Sharks on the year, surprisingly, are 4-5-1. Not, uh, not terrible. You know, we're only second to last, <laughs> last right now. Uh, you know, can't really com- when you have Martin Jones and Devin Dubnik, he he, he can't expect much. Crash, if I'm being honest here, they beat. They beat yeah, I, Martin Jones is the worst goalie in the league. Uh, so they had their um their their series with the Knights uh, postponed due to COVID. Uh, then they went to go play Anaheim. Uh, they split it one-one. Both games were a shootout. Uh, just. One game, Martin Jones showed up, and another one he didn't. Just simple as that. Um, Not much to really not not really much of an analysis, other than the Sharks are still struggling a lot. Okay, more than a lot. (laughs) It it, okay. It sucks being a Sharks (laughs) fan, but (laughs) but I will say they're getting better. Maybe it won't be a full ten year rebuild. Maybe we're down to nine and a (laughs) half. Um. Maybe we'll get a 500. I don't know. It's it's tough. It's tough to say anything positive about this team still. It really is. I I mean, tomorrow night, or technically when this comes out, Tuesday, they'll be playing the Kings uh, Tuesday, Thursday, and then Saturday. <laughs> it's their it's their first uh, game against the Knights, assuming this one doesn't get postponed. Uh, what's going on with the Rangers, Chris? Take me so, out of So, you know,
1: uh, a lot going on. As we talked about last week, we had the whole D'Angelo fiasco we're uh basically our gm and our all right
0: really quick too because you mentioned Tony D. I can't believe Chris you know what I'm talking about here. I can't believe I fell for that.
1: Oh, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh so some person online made it look like the sharks had signed Tony D and I like texted Chris and I flipped <laughs> out. I was like there's no way. There's no way they're this dumb. You know what? It. And then once I took a closer look at the at the um at the profile because I saw it said San Jose Sharks and it had a little like thing next to it, which at first glance I was like, "Oh no, that's a check mark." So this is real. I looked at it. It's just it was just just a circle, no check. <laughs> it's mark.
1: easy to do sometimes. I was
0: like, I was like, oh, I was like, oh my god, I was so annoyed. I was so annoyed, but but like I was saying,
1: yeah, like we talked about last week, the whole D'Angelo thing. You know, I I think that whole thing is kind of bringing this team together now. You know, they're moving past him. Surprisingly, there's a trade market for him. So there's teams that are reaching out to him and the Rangers may or may not even have to eat that much cap. So I mean, my gut feeling is I think he gets traded around the deadline, but you know what? If he doesn't get traded, they're going to, they're going to cut him in the offseason because he's under 25 and it wouldn't be that bad of a cap hit. So, you know what? I would like to trade him. I heard rumors with the flames, you know, maybe get a center back for him, but uh, time will tell since the D'Angelo trade though, they won two games in a row. And they just beat a really good Capitals team. And if we win tonight, we play the Islanders tonight. If we beat the Islanders tonight, we would technically be in the playoffs, according to the points. So, you know, they're starting to get together. Shazerkin's playing well. Um, I hope Quinn goes back to him tonight. Knowing Quinn, he'll probably play the other goalie. But uh, we'll see what happens. They're a young team. They're going to be competitive all year. And um, like we talked about at the beginning of the hockey season, the East is – every team in the East is a playoff team, basically. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a battle yeah. the whole year for them. But um, um, the games are exciting, and I'm looking forward to the rest of the year. Yeah,
0: that's the positive attitude to have. I wish I had that. For yeah, the Sharks. well, the Rangers' um, future is a
1: little brighter than that. You know, I we're not impressed. far off. Um,
0: <laughs> um, as for the Bruins, for our Boston fans, and I guess me too, since I declared it last yeah, week. Um.
1: What's that? Ban wagon. What's that? Anyways,
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyways, um, they beat cap. They beat the Capitals five to three, and then they beat the Flyers four to three and two to one. Uh, they were supposed to be. They were supposed to play the Sabers. Uh, both of those games have been postponed. They look good. Uh, Sabers having, Sabres having a little bit of a COVID problem. Uh, Wednesday, they're playing the Rangers. Can't wait. I'm sure. I'm sure you can't wait. I'm sure you can't wait to get absolutely clapped by Boston. Not get not, not um, clapped. Pasternak is officially back for the Bruins, and he looks like he has hasn't missed a beat at all. Um, fans are still hating on Tukarask for no reason, uh, so fans need to get need to get over that. Uh, the captain Patrice Bergeron looks good, and Bruins team. I'm gonna be honest with you, Chris. Bruins look like they're the best team in hockey. Right now. They're, not, they're good. Even, they are not not even gonna lie. They look like they're the best. They're good. Right they're at
1: the top Let of the standings. Out. They're right there with the best. But it's early. But they look good. It's
0: I mean, strong starts are always good. Let's just let's see if they can keep this up. That's basically all you can say about about the Bruins. Um. So, question for you, Chris, since I just declared the Bruins as the best team. In the hockey, who do you think, as of right now, who do you thinks the best team
1: right I now? I like the fly. I like in the, the Flyers. Why? Uh, they have a lot of star power, good goaltending, and uh, the team can score with anyone. And um, I they were they were really close last year to making a big run to the Stanley Cup. And um, I just got a good feeling about them this year. I, I I don't like the Flyers, obviously. I'm a Ranger fan, but they're a good team. Unfortunately, and they're loaded.
0: Yeah. Okay, I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens, though. I'm going Bruins, you're going Flyers. Uh, funny that we're both picking East teams as the best team in hockey. Like we said, the
1: East is loaded.
0: The East is very loaded. Let's move into uh, college basketball really quick. Uh,
1: college basketball, what a year.
0: Villanova got upset, Chris. I'm, you are very well aware of this, too. Yes. You texted me all about it saying, ha-ha, Villanova sucks. No,
1: nope. rephrase that. I said had. Villanova lost. Wow. I can't really talk shit this year because my team's terrible. <laughs> 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 they are a walking uh, – looking lost. forward to the 2022 season with my new recruits. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't, you're not even looking forward to the 2021 season? You're just looking no. forward to – They're so hard to watch. <laughs> I watch, but they're so hard to watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nova lost to St. John's seventy to fifty nine. It is what it is. They came back and beat Georgetown eighty four, seventy-four. Uh they fell in the standings from number three to number six number five. Um so not that big of a fall. They're still number five in the in the nation. Uh Villanova, regardless of this loss, they're still gonna be a threat in the tournament. I'm not too scared. I'm not too worried about Villanova. Um What about Duke? Huh? What? What about? What about, what about your season. Blue Devils?
1: You know they don't know how to win games. They continue to lose close games. Simple as that. They're not a good basketball team this year. They're just not. They're not there. They're probably.
0: Pro- you don't want not You don't want tournament. to talk about the. Uh,
1: they're T bound right now. They're not making the tournament probably.
0: You don't want to talk about the most recent loss that no, they had?
1: I don't. Not really. They lost to UNC.
0: Oh. all right. I'll gladly talk about it, it, man. Um, so they lost to they lost to North Carolina. Um. This is probably the best, Chris. You can agree. The best rivalry in college basketball is this one right here, without a doubt. Um, you know, there's been you know many, many players, many historical moments between these two, uh, Christian Leitner, Tyler Hansborough, just to name a few, just to name a few guys that are more the more famous guys. Obviously, you have Coach K and uh, Coach Williams as well. Um, for Duke and North Carolina. I will say though, Chris, Duke was hanging around with North Carolina. Yeah, you know North Carolina. They're not good. They could not finish.
1: For first time in, Mm -hmm. I think it was like ten years that their matchup was unranked. But um, Mm -hmm. you know Duke's not good. You know they they hung around, but they don't they don't know. They're not like these Duke teams of the last couple of years where they find a way to win those those tough games. They're just they're not there. They 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 lack outside shooting. I mean the
0: thing this year, the thing this year with college basketball, I'm finding. The teams that are normally, like, up there, like Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, Kentucky, they're not not there. They're nowhere to be found.
1: Tournament's wide open.
0: It really is. I mean, I know you have Gonzaga and you have Baylor, but Baylor just postponed uh, three games. Yeah, West
1: Virginia's very good.
0: We're not going to see them for a while. You have Gonzaga, who's in a weak conference, so they're just going to steamroll everybody. So, I mean, it really is wide open for the most part, because Gonzaga hasn't really had much competition. So once they have real competition, then we'll see what they're really like. Um, another historical thing for college basketball this year, other than the fact that this is a you know historical season, COVID's you know running wild through through college basketball. The Kansas Jayhawks are out of the top twenty-five for the first time in twelve years. That's wild. Yeah, Kansas isn't even ranked anymore. It's a weird year. This is weird. This this is weird. But as I kind of just briefly said, COVID's you know we all we all know what it is at <clears to> this <throat> point and what it can do. Uh the sports leagues and stuff like that. Um college basketball just like the NBA, they got a they got a problem and yeah, they have a neutral site set up for the tournament this year, but will they make it? That's the only question.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be interesting.
0: They're gonna be they're gonna be limping. Not literally limping, but they're gonna be limping to March right now, just because not looking good with teams, you know, still canceling multiple games at a time instead of just taking them take instead of just canceling one game or whatever. But
1: yeah, the, I think the tournament will go on, but it's going to be a weird feel to it. You know, no fans really, probably limited, maybe family. It's going to be weird. I'm just excited there will be a tournament after, you know, after not getting one last yeah. year. I'm
0: excited there will be um, one. To an ex- to an extent, though, I'm excited because don't know if they should be playing it, but that's my opinion. Yeah. Let's hop in <laughs> to the NBA. Uh, the Celtics – They're going to be – they look to be wrapping up their West Coast trip, thank God, Um, just because it's been tiring to stay up till 10 o'clock every night to watch these games. I haven't
1: made the games. games, I keep falling asleep in the first quarter.
0: Um, (laughs) (laughs) Tuesday, they wrap things up against the Jazz. Um, Thank God, man, just because 10 o'clock – 10 o'clock tip-offs. I mean, yesterday was a treat that it was in the afternoon, but – I don't know, man. It's it's been tough staying up. But the Celtics are two and two. They beat it's interesting. They beat the Warriors and they beat the Clippers, but they lose to the Suns and they lose to the Kings.
1: You know, interesting. Yeah. Interesting how that works. I'm not worried about the Celtics, but they they not you either. know like like we keep talking about. We still lack that starting big man, and probably another bench piece, and. You know they, they they seem to not be able to find that consistency still, but it will come in time. I'm not worried about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I will say most impressive win though is definitely against the Clippers. I know they didn't have Paul George. I know they didn't have Pat Beverly, but to, not. Beat Kawhi, to, to beat Kawhi, to beat like who doesn't lose that often, it's a, it's a nice, it's a nice road win right there. No matter no matter who you are, if you can go and go into the Staples Center and beat Kawhi and the Clippers, oh. And not just beat them, but they were down 11 at the half. They came storming back and won this game. Yeah,
1: it was a good win.
0: They, this team, um, Chris and I have already said that this team can contend with anybody, but this team can contend with anybody. It's
1: true. I, I, I They're going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, that's my, I'm, I could say right now. I really do believe that they will be back probably playing the Nets. That's how Definitely. That's how much confidence I have in Brad Stevens and his coaching ability. Yeah,
0: I hate oh, him in Brown. Without a doubt, I think I think we can go seven with Milwaukee. Don't know if we can go seven with Brooklyn. Yeah. Um. So many. So let me get your opinion on this, Chris. Many, many players, they're against the All-Star game this year. Originally, there wasn't going to be yeah,
1: one. I don't blame them. It's a money-making thing Adam, that Adam Silver wants to do.
0: Adam Silver got a little greedy. He's like, all right, let's, you know, Let's just do an all-star game since I can't control COVID. You know, let's instead of instead of avoiding that mess, let's let's bring that mess. Let's do it. Uh LeBron James uh came out and said that he he'll be there
1: physically, but not mentally. There's no need for it. Yeah, it's an exciting time, usually for the NBA, but these players have been through enough the last year, especially the ones that were in the bubble and made runs like LeBron and the Lakers. No need for it. I agree.
0: And plus all-Star Weekend, too. It's for the fans. Yep. Like, there there are arenas in in the NBA that don't even allow fans yet. What makes you think that the – what makes you think, oh, if we have – I don't know where they're planning on having the All-Star Game, but, oh, there'll definitely be fans there. Yeah, but the players don't want to be there.
1: It's stupid. It's stupid want, idea. I don't nothing, even think it's –
0: They're going to want nothing to do with it. I don't think it happens. Fact, there's some... I, I hope you're right, Chris, because I don't think this should be happening. No. Either. It's like Adam Silver managed to go from one of the smartest commissioners in all of sports to looking like a complete idiot. Yeah, looking like, like, obvi- like dude, like, what are you doing? Stop. Just like ESPN with something I'm going to bring up later. Stop. Like ridiculous. Just stop. Yeah, it. you
1: don't want to become a Rob Manfred. Come on, man.
0: No, God, or a or or Batman. Yeah, Batman's no, right. Get down.
1: Get down. Don't get me
0: started. <laughs> um, other NBA news Derrick Rose traded to the Knicks for Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, Derek Rose can't escape Tom Thibodeau
1: Interesting trade He's going back to New York He was there for one year
0: And I was going back He'll be wearing number four uh, The Knicks announced today And then Kevin Durant is out once again Due to contact tracing MB- uh, He was out of the game Then he was in the game And then he was back out of the game
1: very weird.
0: What the heck was that? Yeah. What the heck was
1: that? Yeah, obviously, that was a weird protocol that they had in place. She had just not played.
0: Exactly. Because, I mean, James Harden said after the game, it was frustrating to have him on and then off and then on and then off again. It's like Even the players like, NBA, make up your mind. Is he playing? Is he not playing? What is he doing?
1: Yeah, it's a tough break. It's
0: annoying. M-NBA, NBA, really, like – it's a yikes for them right now because they're doing such a horrible job at at, yeah. at um at handling this mess that they've given themselves. Um, <sighs> let's get into the NFL, Chris. Let's do it. Tampa, Tampa, the Tampa Bay Bucks are champs. Tom Brady did it. He got his seventh ring last night. He was the MVP, his fifth MVP in his first season with Tampa. He leads them to a Super Bowl victory over Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, and the Kansas City Chiefs. The final score of this game was thirty-one to nine. I'm going to say it again. The final score to this one <laughs> was thirty-one to nine. The, as we said at the beginning, Kansas City was held just to three field goals. That's it. No touchdowns. By far, this was the worst performance in the Mahomes era for uh, for the Chiefs. They looked lost. They looked awful in this game. They looked unprepared. And Tom Brady and company, they looked like – I mean, we all know the the report came out that Brady studied for two weeks straight, uh, didn't see his family at all. So, obviously, he was going to be prepared. But this defense, too. Wow, they looked good last night.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You know, I, I think you can't underestimate the offensive line as well. They gave Brady all day to throw. No, Brady had all damn day to throw.
0: Brady you could know, have gone through every the, damn aisle of a grocery store and taken a sweet time and still throw a ball. That's how much time he his, had.
1: And his receivers and tight ends, uh, Lettworth called up a great game plan. You know what? Uh, even though Evans and Godwin didn't have the crazy catches, he called up plays for the tight ends, and it was Gronk's time, and it was uh, the other tight ends' time. You know, um, I said a couple weeks ago that I thought that the tight ends were going to be a big impact in that game. You know, you whatever tight, whatever tight end could play better, and I really thought that Gronk could have a breakout game. Um, I'm a big Gronk <laughs> fan. I was I was happy to see him do well. Um, nothing. But I his. want to take
0: credit for something too. Really quick. Yeah. So on Saturday, when uh, Couch Guy Sports, which by the way I forgot to do at the beginning, if you want to check out sports articles, entertainment articles, and podcasts, go to couchguysports.com. Check out all the latest uh, news in the world of sports and entertainment. Uh, some great stuff over there. On Saturday, when the Couch Guy Sports. Twitch account which you can follow at Couch Guy Sports on Twitch. They did, we we they did a live stream of uh revealing the Super Bowl squares that they did this year. And I was on I was on there uh talk talking about the game, having some having some fun. And I was asked by Diego uh, by Diego Galvez, one of the uh one of the writers and podcasters and streamers for Couch Guy. Who's your X factor for this game? You know who I said, Chris? Grox. I said Gronk.
1: Mark choice because
0: I was I was thinking in my head Brady's going to go back to his roots for this game and rely on his tight ends and that's exactly what he did. When you look at when you look at uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, when you combine their stats, it was three receptions for forty yards. Playoff Lenny and playoff Lenny. He relied on his running backs. He relied on his tight ends. And Brady went back to I can't believe I'm saying this. He went they he went back. To the I guess I can say it, Patriot way, and beat the Chiefs badly. I mean, the Chiefs defense was already not good, but Brady torched these guys. You know, he was able They to- looked un- they looked unprepared for Brady. Um, Tyron Matthew yikes for him. Uh, him and Brady got into it a few times. Love it. Afterwards, Tyron Matthew tweeted out that Brady called him something that he'll never repeat. Doubt it. And all this other stuff. And then he deleted the tweet because he was told that Brady was mic'd up in that game. And the NFL would do something if Brady actually said something, and Brady did not say anything, so he deleted that tweet because he was caught in a lie right away. Love it. So, this game, this, this Tampa team, man, they're loaded.
1: Dude, they're if, they're if, they're not going anywhere. They will be right back in this. They they they're not they're going anywhere. Re-feed.
0: They might repeat if they're if they're able to bring back Antonio Brown.
1: They are. Here today, He's holding back. Did you hear today? Mike Evans said he's going to take a pay cut to keep this team together. Wow! Shows you how shows that. shows you how himself is they are as a team. They they want to keep that that squad together.
0: They do. Um, if they, if they're able just to keep the squad together, uh, they're going to be running laps around the NFL next year. And if and if they're able to add anybody too,
1: which I'm sure or, they up, will,
0: or upgrade yeah. anyone because Chris Godwin is a free agent. <clears throat> if they're able to upgrade from like Chris Godwin to like Allen Robinson or something like that, this the watch just watch out for Tampa next year. Yeah. Um, NFL off season, Chris. It's it's upon us now that the Super Bowl has come to a conclusion and Tom Brady is once again the champion. Um, what do you expect in the off season? When, once you know, once everything gets rolling, do you expect chaos. a lot? Chaos. Do you, just, is, do you expect pure chaos this year? Is yeah. Just, the, the next big domino, the chaotic. The year? next
1: the next big dominant of the fall is going to be Carson Wentz. He will be traded within the next couple of days, which is unbelievable to think about. And, you know, Deshaun Watson, there's that whole hold off. There's a lot going on. And, um, you know, all these teams, you know, every, it's a blank slate. It's a new season starting today. And uh, every team's going to try to get better. And I'm, I'm pumped to see who uh, both the Patriots and Giants get in free agency. We both have a lot of cap. And um, I'm hoping our teams make some good moves and draft well. Speaking of draft, <clears> happy <throat> you brought that up, Chris. So tomorrow on
0: couchguidesports.com. I have my first or part one of, of the first mock draft coming out. I'm not dropping all 32 at once. I'm going to do one, one through 16. And then I'll do, <coughs> then I'll do the rest <coughs> on Thursday. Um, would you like to sneak peek Chris? Sure. Of what I'm thinking for the first mock draft. Yeah. So you're going to dictate who I'm going to reveal right now. We're going to play a game here. You're going to come up with three teams in your head. One of them cannot be the Patriots, by the way. Patriots, I'm keeping top secret. But out of the three teams, give me three teams, Chris, and I'll say who I have them taken. I have a feeling who you're going to say right away.
1: Yeah, all right, Cowboys.
0: Wow. Okay, I wasn't expecting the Cowboys first. Um, So the Cowboys have the ninth pick. They need help on defense. So they're going to be taking – or actually, I'm sorry, Cowboys have the 10th pick. Uh, they'll be taking. I have them taking Patrick Sertain, the cornerback from Alabama. They need help on the secondary, yeah.
1: so no, badly. realistically, they do. But I, I have a feeling Jerry Jones may draft his nephew at ten, which would be hilarious. I don't think he will. We'll see. Mac Jones.
0: Mac Jones is not a not a first round talent. Yeah.
1: Then again, it's Jerry Jones picking. True. Um, <laughs> the guy's original.
0: Exactly. What's the next team that you have in mind, Chris? Remember, um, can't be the Patriots.
1: I'm going to say Bengals.
0: Why are you picking the Bengals?
1: How's that for a curveball?
0: <laughs> You're just throwing curveballs. Have the who, fix- who, do you,
1: who do you think that they're going to draft to help Joe Burrow out? Because Joe Burrow is legit.
0: I actually have him going defense at five. Yeah? I'm really? going Micah Parsons, the linebacker from Penn State.
1: Yeah, that high! Wow.
0: They need help on defense, man. Have you seen that defense?
1: And Not they, great. They need help on that offensive line too, though. They need
0: they they need a lot of help. but I think linebacker is a position that they really need some help in. And Michael Parsons is going to be that guy for them. He was he was a tackling machine for Penn State, um, true leader for them as well. I think he'll make a dang one impact with Cincinnati. Now, who's the last team, Chris? Hmm. I know you. I know you want to say it, so just do it. Don't you dare throw me a curveball. I know you're curious. I know you're curious.
1: Uh I'm gonna go with uh Just say it. You're stumping me. I'm trying to pick something interesting, not just what you want me to say.
0: You're generally not curious at who I have the Giants taking. I'm
1: I'm just No, to I this. don't wanna know. Find out tomorrow. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to go with the Jets if they keep number two. Who do you want the Jets? Who do you think the Jets will take? Uh, they're <laughs> taking they're taking
0: a Penny or Penai Sewell, the offensive tackle from Oregon.
1: Yeah, that would be a logical they're, pick. They are
0: they are going to build their offensive line just like the Colts did. You have uh, you have the Giant on uh, one side. Of the, his name is slipping my mind. Beckman. The kid they pick. Yep, yeah, Beckman. Uh, the kid's ginormous. Now, now go get Sewell and put and put them on a line. And you're going to give Sam Darnold a lot of time to throw next year. For sure. So those are the three teams that Chris made me do a sneak peek of. Surprised he did not pick the Giants. I guess you'll have to find out when everyone else does.
1: I know who I want them to draft.
0: Who do you want them to draft? Let's see if we agree.
1: I really want them to get either, A, Kyle Pitts. I think he could be an impact in tight end. Ever Ingram is obviously not the answer. Or in my mind, I'm like, maybe he – could figure it out if he's not the number one tight end, you know, kinda of like a Gronk Hernandez type deal. You know, two really good tight ends potentially. Mm-hmm. And or um Waddle or like you said earlier, um I don't think he's gonna go as high, but that Penn State rusher, I well I also like there at at um I think we're picking eleven. Yeah, we're picking 10 or 11. So right. I'll give I'll give. I'll they, they, you can the, go, they can go a lot of different ways.
0: I'll tell you the position I have to, uh, the Giants going at 11. I have them going wide receiver. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah. We'll see.
0: We'll see. Um, we'll, we'll definitely see. But um, before we go, we got to announce the contest winner, Chris. Yes. Um. So by now, you have already been con- uh, contacted. But congrats to, to Friend of the Show on. I promise this isn't rigged because we literally went on random.com and just came up with a random list. So we put a list down of everyone who entered and all we had was hit generate. And this person's name popped up. Congrats to a friend of the show, Jess Donahue. Jess, we've already been in contact by now. We'll be sending out the sweatshirt sometime this week. Um, And then we'll go from, then we'll go from there. Um, We'll be doing more contests in the future. Uh, So make sure, make sure to keep checking us out. Um, But, That's it. And just to remember, just remember, if you want to go check out the latest um, podcasts and articles in the world of sports and entertainment, check out couchguysports.com. It's a great website. Highly suggest going (laughs) over there. But that's it for this week, guys. Another fun one in the books.
1: Another fun one.
0: All righty. We'll see you all next week. As always, remember to wash your hands, social distance, wear your mask, and call out all the Karens. And uh, we'll see you guys next week.
1: See you next week. Signing out. Thanks, guys.